Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Backlog Breakdown. Uh, this is a very special episode. Uh, I'm Nate, mm-hmm. uh, joined as always by my co-host Josh. Hello. I We have with us tonight, we have the artist currently known as the Techno Funk Boy, our good friend Paul. Hello. And we have Dorian, all your bass are belong to us. Good evening. Yeah. That's that that is your nickname now. And I'm spelling bass with B A S S because of That's how it was intended. That's exactly yeah, how it was intended. I like that. I like that. Matt, you're not the only one who can pun Broccolo. And mine actually doesn't <laughs> suck. Um, <laughs> Youch. Oh man. Oh man. All puns if, are awful. If you if you guys hear any voices in the background, it's my wife playing uh Kenna Bridges Spirits. Hey dude. Dude, wives wives chipping in and like are chirping like in is like, actually, that's like just sort of our format now. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, I I can't hear anything. It seems to be so low. She has headphones on. Stop (laughs) it, Paul. Stop (laughs) it. That, oh. No, you you missed that atrocious (laughs) pun from earlier, Dorian. So. Oh, okay. I missed it. See, that's not even that's that's not just a bad pun. It's also a bad inside joke, bad pun <laughs> that none of the listeners will understand. No. In in the words, in the immortal words of my co-host, thanks, I hate it. Um, <laughs> oh, that's but, awesome. But uh, something something that clearly we all don't hate is because the reason we're on this episode is we're going to be discussing this quarter's uh, book club game. Well, which is technically last quarters. Last right? quarter. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. For the last play, the last quarter. Talking about it now, you know, I, I don't know how long y'all put into it. It's it's kind of weird. It's not a very long game, but I didn't really understand. I guess I should ask this before we started. Why do we have to play Final Fantasy nine times? Like, does it, is it different? The more the two. Why? Why are you the way that you are? Like, what? Why are you, you are broken in just the most unfortunate <laughs> I was, ways. I was expecting, if this is so vital, how come there's nine of them? <laughs> oh, there's that too. Yeah. Uh, don't don't feel bad, Josh. Like my wife just told me the other day that like she, my dad jokes get on her nerves all the time. So <laughs> like, that's well, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> this is yes, just radio so, gold. Radio I, gold. I love it. Yes. I love um, it. It, well, yeah, Josh, you, you did bring it up. We're going to be talking about uh, Final Fantasy IX. It's a book club episode. So, uh, you know, like, and like you mentioned, it's last quarter's book club episode. We have yet to determine the, the this current quarter's game. Wow. There's entirely too much going on. Like, listen. I'm pretty sure we decided. I'm pretty sure you just didn't like it, even though you suggested it. So. What was it? What we was decided it? with Sonic. Da-na, oh, I hate my life. Oh, I hate everything. Wow. Uh, apparently, this quarter is Sonic. Um, so that means I have to play Sonic Mania now. I'm, you know, I'm going to go commit you, ritual suicide after this. You, you, you have the power to, you know, veto that or just change it. I mean, it hasn't been made <laughs> okay. like official, official yeah. yet. Has it? Look. Just watch the movie adaptation. It's the same plot. That's right. You can write your book report based on the movie. You don't have to. <laughs> oh, my. I like the part where Sonic went around the bases a lot. <laughs> I was like, really? I like the part where Sonic went fast. Yeah. Um, um, 
All right. So I don't want to talk about Sonic though tonight. I want to talk about Final Fantasy IX. But <laughs> before we can do that, there are the the forms must be observed here. Uh, so for something that Josh hates almost as much as I hate his puns, I just want everybody to know it's been it's more been. than two weeks um, because oh, I wasn't feeling good, then Josh wasn't feeling good, and yeah. So it's been like yeah. three weeks, then, but then, um, then I mis misscheduled several things and yeah, well, cursed episode, anyway. it, it, cursed episode. Um, mm. But I'll just kick us off. Uh, like, so this, mm -hmm. the week that we are recording, I'm actually out on annual leave, which just means instead of me going in and getting paid to work at work, I'm staying home and getting paid to do all the things that I have put off up until this moment. Like Final Fantasy IX episode. Uh, well, that and <laughs> cleaning my basement and mowing, putting in air conditioning units. Um, but I did start out my weekend by going and hanging out with my army buddies for two or three days in the woods in the middle of nowhere, which is most of Pennsylvania, by the way. But um, <laughs> anyways, it, it was it was interesting. Hijinks were had. And it's kind of like what happens at Lost Weekend stays at Lost Weekend. And we are all very grateful for that. I just uh, like as I was ending my my Disney Plus subscription, I just watched Punisher and in, in the, the first and second season. So I think I know exactly what happened at, at last weekend. If it's if it's anything like Punisher, uh, probably not. Um, <laughs> you know, but uh, not nearly as cool. Um, <laughs> It, mostly at this point in time, it's like we have rules about like if somebody's taking a nap, you leave them alone. Where it used to be like, the, the rule used to be like if you don't have a drink in your hand, like kind of like and, and this is back I, I when I lived like a pagan. But it was like, you know, it was like if you don't have a drink in your hand, you're wrong and you got to go like strip down to your skivvies and jump in the creek. And now it's like we jump in the creek because it's refreshing and it wakes us up and then we go take naps. Um, so... Mm -hmm. Anyways, but, uh, you know, Josh, why don't you, uh, what have, what's, what's been on sort of like your radar for the last couple of weeks here, buddy? I mean, besides well, being sick and stuff. Yeah, that, that was kind of the big thing is that, you know, I recorded the, uh, bite size last week and, and I even said, you know, that like I, I couldn't be too loud because I had a child sleeping in the living room, kind of in the similar area, um, with a stomach bug and not a day later, I come down with the same sickness mm. and it's, it, it was, it wasn't like, it wasn't too bad. Food never came back up, although it definitely felt like it was going to for quite a while. Um, it was just, uh, gosh, what, what is, what is that? That star Wars quote, uh, let the food flow through you. That's uh, kind of all that happened for a nice, a nice week. It was wonderful. Um, so it, it, mm. we had plans to go to a wedding a few hours away, actually kind of in your neck of the woods, Paul. Um, and so my wife was able to take one of my daughters to that while I watched the other two kids, all three of us were sick. And so we hung out at home, uh, for like three or four days, TV on all day. I mean, just not, you know, just barely doing anything at all. And you'd think that I would, uh, have gotten some more playtime in, but I didn't, I was, semi-responsible and i actually got some school work done so now i'm like a week ahead with school stuff which is pretty awesome because i'm coming towards the end of that um but outside of that i mean it's just a lot of like being lazy and not feeling well and taking care of the kids kind of a thing 
we're all better now. Today was awesome because because it's normal. <laughs> Everyone's back to their normal selves. It's like Every- everything is awesome because it's not falling apart. Like yes. that's, that is sort of yes. like an awesome place to be in where it's like, hey, you know what? Today isn't a train wreck. This is great. Yes. 100%. Like I could wake up in the morning when I wanted to, you know, I talked about how like I, I made this decision to start waking up earlier and, and exercising when I wake up. I was actually able to do that this morning, you know, and not feel like absolute garbage. So, um, so I'm doing a lot better, but unfortunately that's kind of been the past week has just been like up and down because it bounced through the house started with our youngest and then like a week later (laughs) it uh bounced around to the other ones so not fun but now we're all better and it's awesome so cool 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 dorian what's i mean it has been a hot minute since you've been around man i mean well last book club episode so what's good yeah control Good. Uh, everything is good. I can't can't complain. Um, work is good. Work is busy. Uh, one major milestone for me that uh, you know, to my shame, we've been talking a lot about uh, family worship um, in our small mm-hmm. groups recently, and for the first time, two weeks ago actually, I actually did family family worship. So usually, mm-hmm. you know, I have I have four kids. Um, one's a teenager. The, the other three are little. I used to do things separately with them. And then Saturday, he said, you know what? Okay. We're just going to make this happen. And, you know, it's, it's get everybody together. We're going to read. We, we, we did it uh, the day before Easter, actually. So figure nice. out, you pick a passage, uh, you pick a couple passages about Easter. Let's uh, read through those, you know, and, and with family worship, especially with a wide range of children and young children, you can't keep it too long. But, mm-hmm. you know, like you guys, you know, bad at being, uh, being good at being bad at being brevity, bro. good at bad. Yeah. It rolls off its own when, you know, <clears throat> anyway, um, so, lots of practice saying it, so. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, yeah, so we actually sat down, we, we, you know, I read, a, I read some scripture, uh, pointed, you know, asked a few questions to each of them and tried to explain it the best way in the most simply, simplest way I can went around, Hey, what do you need to pray for? You know, what can you mm-hmm. pray for? Uh, who can be, who can you be thankful for? Do you have to confess? And we went around and, then uh, pulled up something on the TV and we sang, which is if you haven't done it, it can be really awkward uh, mm-hmm. with um, with your family. But yes, yeah, it's two weeks in a row. It's been fantastic. So, you know, just, OK, this is getting this is good. You know, if I'm if I'm faithful, it'll become more normal and then it'll just mm-hmm. be. Yeah. You know, uh, so, I mean, it's it's one of those things we're called to do that. It's just like, no, nah, I'm not going to sing. Like, we don't need to. Yeah, but you know, technically we are commanded to sing. So um it's like, yeah, we should worship the Lord. But uh yeah, aside from that, um I've been taking the Dave Ramsey route with my gaming. Um, sort of. Okay. Snowballing it. Snowballing into <laughs> it, you know, loosely. Um so using the GG app, you know, I have a list of games that I want to play through throughout the year. I'll look go on to how long to beat to see how long it'll take. And then let me tackle some of these shorter games, maybe fit a different game or something that's like a palate cleanser, whether it's big or small or anything, uh, and just try to go through. So, so far this year, I've finished Titanfall 2, uh, Metal Gear Rising, short games. Mm-hmm. Right now I'm playing through Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, and then just finish up, of course, Final Fantasy IX. Um, and then I just 
I just bought Kenna Bridges Spirits, but that's not really on my list. It was just on sale over the weekend. And uh, you kind of sort of semi didn't use my wife as a scapegoat, even though she accused <laughs> me. Like, she's like, hey, is this something you might want to play? You know, I mean, I kind of want to play it too, but I figured, you know, it's 20 bucks. But, you know, I, I, so, you know, I bought that. I took the point for it. I'll get to it eventually. Nice. But uh, she's playing it right now. So, but uh, uh, as far as reading goes, um, just been trying to stay faithful to, to uh, reading scripture uh, regularly. Uh, just started a book. Uh, well, actually, I didn't just start it. Um, I started a while back, but I'm picking it back up. Uh, Mastering the Game by uh, John uh, Harrison. Uh, Logan had him on for an episode once, but, um, you know, basically. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, real, real interesting book so far. So, you know, basically it's uh, a book about it's taking uh, video games and, you know, pointing out some of the, a lot of the lessons that we can learn from video games, you know, um, mm-hmm. life lessons, things like that. So real, real interesting stuff. So, uh, nice. Yeah. Oh, and well, I've been working a lot, so my back hurts, but I'll make yeah. it. So. <laughs> yeah. Paul, what's, uh, what's, what's, what have you been up to since the last time you have graced, uh, this show with your presence? <laughs> oh, um, it feels like I've been doing a lot, but at the same time, I don't have a lot to report. It's a, <laughs> I might be shifting positions at work. I will find mm-hmm. out, I think for sure tomorrow. And, okay. um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. so, yeah, that's going to be good. But, um, just, uh, I've been working really hard on music, really hard on a, um, Dungeons and Dragons adventure that I'm writing and uh trying to get as much of that done as humanly possible before i shift positions because then i'm gonna have to start training and uh learning new things which is always fun um but um the exciting thing about this for anybody who uh listens to dice and dreary all of you just nod like you do because you should be (laughs) all right good good um uh on friday this friday we are finishing recording with with the the podcast proper like you guys are done done right oh wow yeah well yeah that's awesome I'm sure. dude i mean yeah well, i mean so, i mean it, it's cool it, but yeah anybody who doesn't know this is uh we're, we're doing an actual play dungeons and dragons curses trod campaign that um uh started like four years ago and it's been um, around for a while yeah yeah and we've uh been recording pretty steadily since then and so we're finishing up recording. I'm sure there'll be a uh, second campaign down the road, but we have no plans on for that right now because I just want to kill the stupid vampire and be, <laughs> and be done, done with it. It's been fun, but holy smokes, that vampire needs to die. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So next time y'all have me on, I will report back as to how that works or y'all can just listen to Dyson Jury as you have been and you've been keeping up very faithfully. I mean, I, appreciate I, it. I do keep up with it. So, um, <laughs> I, you got, you, you finally, you know, spoilers here, you know, for any, but you, the last episode I listened to is that, uh, oh, you guys made it to the Amber statues. Oh, okay. You're way caught up. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a pretty, like when you guys pretty much have a new episode, I listen. So nice. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. You know, yeah. So the only um, actual play podcast I listen to. So take that uh, for whatever kind of (laughs) praise it might be. 
<laughs> We've recorded a lot since then. So uh, yeah, the, the, mm. the, the final episode of the podcast isn't coming out anytime soon. But you've but the recording going, is going to be done. I'm gotcha. so pumped. Gotcha. Well, nice. Dorian managed to sort of break the seal on the backlog report. So, Paul, have you been playing or reading anything worthwhile lately? No. Okay. Uh, well, that no. Makes your backlog <laughs> no, report okay. super easy. I've mentioned this to y'all. I've mentioned this to y'all. I'm like, I've been at the final boss of Octopath Traveler, and the true final boss oh. for those for those who <laughs> who who've played the game it is the final final boss like um, you, the the secret hidden one whatever where right yeah do the boss rush yes. mode and all that stuff yeah okay um so i i i don't i like okay I, I i'm not at the boss i i have access to that dungeon now i don't know what's in there oh but i like i haven't like I haven't had more than about 20 minutes or 30 minutes to play a video game in a row You're since then more than that. Right. And so I, like, I, I really want to sit down with yeah. it and like sink my teeth into it. And, um, and it's just, it's not happening. And I've been there and I know like I'm right at the very end and I, I should, I should just finish this thing. I know, but it's been, it's been a couple of months now and, I'm I'm nowhere close to f- to getting it. I think uh, the kids and 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 Josie will be out of town um, next month, and so hmm. if I don't overload my plate, then I might be able to take a swing at it. At least I'm sure I'll have to fight the last boss thirty times. Um, I don't know what I'm facing, but that's been the consensus. It's, it's some brutal bosses in that game. Mm-hmm. Well, but, um, and you yeah. you got all the secret like this the secret subclasses and stuff too, right? I did. Yes, I did okay. everything. Like, so um, you have like you have yeah. like broken rune knight Tressa and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. That yeah, yeah, makes yeah. a lot of that that final sequence pretty easy. Uh, and See, this is yeah. coming from a guy who hasn't actually beaten the final boss. Like I've played him like four times and then I was like, this is disgusting. I hate it. And I quit. Um, <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> and listening to you guys talk about this like, game so much listening to you guys talk about it. I'm like, I could go back and try that again. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, uh, I had to break it because I was, I was fighting against the stupid side quest boss who I, I, I called Karen. Uh, Cause it, I, the, 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 the name is manager Murr. So it's I, I started calling it Mr. Whatever, manager yeah, Mr. manager. Uh-huh. And then I just started calling it Karen. Uh, cause <clears throat> it's Mr. manager that um, is the second hardest boss in the game though. Like, so that thing was accounts. like, this is a side quest. This thing is mm-hmm. kicking my butt over and over and over again. I wasn't even getting close. And so I kind of had to break, uh, I, I did the best I could on the classes and I'm finally like, look, I'm right at the end of the game. I need to just finish this. And so I, I, I looked up some tweaks to uh, to what I was doing and um, and got through that one. And so, yeah, like my uh, my team is pretty, pretty solid now. Um, but yeah, that that boss was brutal. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's um, yeah, it's well, and it's legitimately the second hardest fight in the game. So yeah, that that particular sub or secret boss or whatever, yeah. Um, but well, uh, Josh, what mm-hmm. what's been on your backlog report here, buddy? So okay, um, yes, I guess since since we want to get in the main topic of the episode, um, in order to to go through kind of this 
yes, yes, fine, yes. fine, fully time, I guess. Oh, yes, <laughs> they, they, yes, very, very good, very well. You, you did good. No, I was just saying that in order to get to the book club episode, I got to go fast through all this stuff. And you failed like it already. Already. Yep. Like Sonic. Oh, yeah. Like Sonic. Yeah. That's, that's true. Um, so thanks. Uh, I hate don't it. Don't have much. To, <laughs> don't have much to report on. Um, really the only thing I've been playing is again, Dragon Quest 11. Uh, I did play a bit actually with Ollie, you know, when we were all sick, kind of, kind of hanging, bumming around the house. Uh, we pulled out a, fo- a few games. We actually pulled out Nintendo Land on Wii U and played a few of those games. Man, that that game is fantastic. Um, it's just too bad that you can't play it anywhere else, and so like no one's played it. Um, but lots of really cool mini games on there, like solid. Um, and anyways, but Dragon Quest Eleven, I'm still loving it. Uh, slow going, but I I dig it. Um, I have talked a bit with Wes about it. I, I bumped up the battle speed so you can actually shoot through battles really quickly. And even the way that the game does auto battling and your control over the auto battling, I've turned on the auto battling and I'm really enjoying it, which is weird because it like I don't usually do that. But for this one, because it gives you a level of control even while you're doing it, it makes grinding really quick and still to me satisfying anyways i'm hmm. i'm just i'm digging it i'm how far have you gotten uh, i'm curious still not far i just got to a city that has uh been completely encased in ice and there was one character uh, okay so yeah, yeah, i'm yeah. collecting the orbs right now so i'm yeah. i'm like time in the game i are think you, it's like 25 are, hours 30 hours something like are that. are you pondering them pondering the orbs yeah what Never mind. I don't, I don't know. I don't get that reference. Is that a, uh, <laughs> is that a somebody that? laughed in listening to the episode. Okay, keep going. <laughs> it'll probably be me. Silmarner <laughs> joke. I don't know. Um, there, there is a ton of content to that game. I I've I've posted in the Discord before that the, that game just will not let me go. Um, <laughs> took me like a year, and I'm still like. I've, I haven't, I haven't touched it in a few months, but there's a lot of post-game content that mm-hmm. I plan to get to at some point. So, yeah. So is post-game, because I know there's like two acts and you get a credit roll, and then there's an entire third act. Are you saying post-game is third act stuff, or there's even stuff past that? Because I know third I act will, has more story stuff. It's just not, it's just after. I, I want to say there's more, there's definitely more after the credits nice. roll. Definitely more. Nice. I don't well, know how much more. That's but. kind of par for the course for at least the last couple of Dragon Quest games. If I mm-hmm. recall, like uh, Dragon Quest Eight was that way. Is that you beat the game mm-hmm. and then you roll the credits and it's like, oh, but to get the actual ending, like here's there's another thirty hours of stuff to do, um, and there's like islands and regions. Like Dragon Quest Eight is like mm-hmm. one of my favorites. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. I- you're gonna. I think you're gonna dig eleven, oh, dude. I'm gonna love to eleven. It's, it's so just big. like carving out the time to do it. Right. Like, and it's like right. there's mm-hmm. some stuff that I want to clear off my plate, and then mm-hmm. I'm gonna sort of like dive. Yeah. yeah. If we do end up doing Sonic, that'll actually probably be a welcome little reprieve, like a nice short game. Because yeah, I don't see myself finishing this one anytime soon. <laughs> it's just yeah. It's and it's so it's so good about 
pick up and play too because it refreshes the story every time you turn it on again, which is nice. It doesn't allow you to save anywhere though, which is a little bit it's weird to to modern games, but anyways, it's it's not too bad. Um okay, so that's what I've been playing. Uh reading is not much, you know, schoolwork stuff, so uh different worldviews has been great. I'm really digging it. Um just for fun, I got a book. It's it's basically um Martin Short's autobiography. And so I listened through that and he uh he narrates it. And nice. so that was a lot of fun just to, just to hear about him, how Canadian that guy is. Um, but, you know, just <laughs> also some of the stuff that he's been through. I was I was surprised to hear about um, a lots of lots of like death due to sickness, uh, mm. like his immediate family. Um, so but yeah, he's he's definitely a character, but it's cool to hear his life story from his point of view. And it's just fun. So. That was that was enjoyable, and now I'm listening to a book called um, I think it's just called The Body by Bill Bryson, which is um, it's really interesting. It's it's like an overview of uh, it's basically talking about how amazing the human body is, but it's from like I don't know. It seems like a materialist perspective, you know. Obviously, obviously we evolved, and this is what this does, and this is what that does, and we don't understand why this does that. And it's so funny to me as a Christian, just like, well, yeah, like, like you you fail to see like the reason behind these, like because you were created that way. It's not like it just turned out. That, so it's yeah, it's it's funny to see someone marvel at God's creation while saying. But there's no purpose behind it. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah. it wasn't, you know, we're just, this is just how it ended up. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> You're kind of crazy. Anyways, um, <laughs> it, but another, another just, just fun book. Uh, and yeah, haven't really been watching anything. That's, that's really all I have to report on. So cool. trying to go fast. Yeah. Uh, how well, about you, Nate? I will, I will sort of embrace my inner Sonic as much as that entire phrasing pains me. Like physically, like <laughs> I am your inner Sonic. I hate it. Um, I hate it <laughs> so much. Fall in love with a human girl. <laughs> oh man! If like mm. so, uh, as far as games I've been playing, uh, still on that Neo Two grind. Uh, been working uh. my way through the DLC. Deuce and I have beat the first two chunks. There's three DLC chapters story chapters so i do i haven't scored them out yet but technically my it does affect my backlog score uh, i'll get back to that though neo 2 DLC. uh just like playing the dlc like i said it's it's gonna i'm gonna have to score that out i'm probably gonna do a bite-sized on neo uh, mm -hmm. or neo 2 and then maybe try to do uh, like a co-op catch-up with deuce and parker at some point in time just to get a little bit longer form bite-sized but I don't know if there's enough there for full a full episode. Maybe I, I don't know. Um, I'm I'm enjoying the game. I have some thoughts on it. Like I said, I'm gonna sort of throw some of that out in, in a bit of a bite size. Maybe I don't. I have anyways. I have some ideas on on stuff. I, but I'm gonna worry about the bite size tomorrow. Uh, anyways, um, Neo Two DLC. It's good. It's actually I would say like there's. Honestly, like the Neo 2 DLC is better as far as like there's there's not as much like there's not as many like missions or levels or whatever, but the actual mission and level design is like way better in the DLC than it is in the the main game. And so 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Like last night, Deuce and I were playing one of the missions and we're like, yo, this level is awesome. Like, I wish this level was like part of the main game, kind of like, mm. like it was just like a really cool map with lots of like overlapping and sort of like backtracking. And it was just, it was cool. And it was like fun. And it was like, I don't know. Anyways, uh, Neo, Neo 2 is cool. Um, but like, I, I am kind of like, I am at a point where it's like, we're on the last little bit of DLC and I'm, I'm like, I'm ready to be done for a while. Like, it's definitely yeah. a game that's like got its hooks into me. And I might want to come back to it, but it's like there's a whole bunch of other stuff I need to play. Um, not need, need to is a strong word, but that there's other stuff I want to get around to. And I've for now extracted probably as much value as I'm going to get out of this thing. Um, gotcha. But, but but you'd say the DLC is better than Neo Two and better than Neo Two, right? <laughs> that is a true statement, and I hate it. <laughs> Because I know what you're doing. Why? Why do you do this? Oh. But yes, for clarity's sake, it yeah. is no, Neo Two's no, DLC is better yeah. than Neo Two and the original Neo as well. Ah, Just for clarity. Um, uh, still playing Link's Awakening. Yeah, you're, you're smirking over there. You're laughing to yourself. <laughs> Go on, guffaw, chuckle. <laughs> you sicko. Um, playing Link's Awakening still. Um, th that game is great. I sort of picked that back up, like chewed through a dungeon. Um, there maybe a couple dungeons since the last time we recorded. It's it's just fun. Like I'll have some thoughts on that when I'm done with it. Um, Cause it's it's cool. I'd like to do an episode with Wes, um, no, and anybody else who'd want to hop on with us. But like, I think that's a cool game. Um, so, you know, we can get Wes on for that at some point in time. But uh, I did fire up, uh, started up, and actually put in probably about an hour into the Nonary Collection, the first game. So Ooh. is that nine nine nine? Yeah, nine hours, nine doors, nine. Persons? Yeah, whatever. It's yeah. um, like that. and it's I'm playing it on my Vita, right? And so I had picked this up a while ago, and I was like, well, I don't use my Vita a lot, so I, and it's like it's got the weird like you can do like the the story mode or the adventure mode, and I'm like, okay, I don't know. There's like a weird thing where it's like, anyways, it's uh, you know I I figured out the first room, and it's a lot of like. Okay, like okay, this is interesting. Um, it's it seems like an interesting premise. Um, you know, it's like escape room simulator kind of stuff. You know, yep. and there's like definitely some like weird conspiracy theory, murder mystery element kind of stuff going on. That I'm like, okay, like, like I'm. It's sort of like like I said, it's I'm. There's enough sort of gamification that I'm sort of enjoying the visual novel stuff. Are there? Mm -hmm. You know. Um, Anyways, did they? So you finished the first room. Did you get to the the part where you got to a set of doors? I just met everybody else. Okay. Okay. So yeah, we we're just at the doors right there. Um, gotcha. Cool. So uh, another one, and I I sort of wanted to throw this out in the Discord, but since I have you guys on here, um, and Paul, I know you don't care about this for scoring's sake and everything like the the whole. <laughs> down meta oh um, oh no i do i the whole thing is a train wreck and i'm here for it <laughs> well, here i warned you two train. years ago <laughs> no nah, it's <laughs> listen it's 
nothing worthwhile is ever easy. Um, (laughs) I don't know. That's maybe a drastic overstatement. Um, But uh, I, so there's a game uh, for the PS3 that I own called Shattered. It's a brick breaker. And last night I was screwing around on PS Now. Um, Just, I was looking at it. Shattered is available on PS Now. And so I was able to stream Shattered, right? And you can you can actually open up a cloud version of the PS3 menu. And I downloaded my save file onto the PS Now service. And I'm so I'm playing my save file on PS Now's version of the game. And I own the game. So it's like I'm basically playing it. I'm streaming it from a PS3. And it's like... If I beat this game, could I score this out? Because technically there's really almost no difference than I mean, sans hardware, you know. Yeah. It's sure. It's like a weird sort of like I own this game and now I'm playing it because of ease of access. And this is like so it's like, but because it's I'm playing it through PS now, it's like we have the whole goofy scoring with all that. Anyways. So did you buy the game? Yeah, years ago. There you there you go. So yeah. Well, yeah, so it was, it was on your yeah. backlog. Yeah. And yeah. you're beating it down. So There you go. Um, yeah, so the, I, I recently picked that up, and it's cool. It's got cool music. It's a cool – it's a it's a brick breaker, right? So it's just like you move the paddle around, but it's got – and it, it, there isn't a whole lot you can do with this ga- these games, but they do this thing where, like, you can either, like, push – all the blocks and the loose floating stuff away from you and you can bend the trajectory of the ball or the, the breaker as you're, or you can pull and like suck up all the little like stuff to increase your mul- multiplier. But that also draws the ball back to you faster. Um, it's, I, I don't know. It's enjoyable. Like it's, it's just, it's kind of a cool game. Um, it was like, Instead, like I, I felt like for the first time I was like, actually, like this kind of gives this PS Now thing like a little bit of actual value. Where it's like I've screwed around with it before, and I'm like, eh, you know. But I was like, oh, like this is cool. I'm into this. So hopefully that doesn't get just booped off when they finally roll off like the Spartacus stuff. Um, hmm. But as far as other media, uh, the only thing that I can really, I there's a bunch of stuff right so there's a guy named uh tad williams he wrote a i think it's a trilogy although technically i think it works out to it's a quadrology or whatever like because the last book is technically two books or i don't know but uh it's called memory sorrow and thorn um it's the dragon bone chair the stone of farewell and i forget i want to say the storm king um but he basically sort of writes it's like what if george rr R. martin didn't suck um is how tad williams writes and those yep. books are <laughs> really fun um like they were this high fantasy sort of like world that you know is is pretty good um you know and but like i said it's like if george rr R. martin didn't suck um anyways he wrote like some science fiction dystopian stuff kind of a few years it's called Otherland, and so i burnt an audible credit on it and i'm listening to that and it's eh, it's I, I think he's a pretty good writer 
I mean, it's like he's got an interesting voice. He knows how to tell a story. And so I'm kind of, a, I'm along for that ride. Um, but then I'm also listening, I'm still listening to the You Need a Budget book um, by the guy who developed the You Need a Budget software. And that's, it's interesting. It's just like kind of explaining like the philosophy behind it and sort of examining like the 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 four or five core ideas behind the, the system. So that's useful. Um, even though like we're basically draining our we're draining our account. It, we had saved money. Like we got burnt. We got killed in taxes. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. And so we had saved for it. We knew it was coming because Megan's one job, she subcontracts. But anyways, um, yeah, all that aside, uh, the only other thing I want is like, uh, as far as other media, last little bit I wanted to touch on was I've been watching, I'd sort of been doing like a bunch of anime weeb trash and I kind of like, yeah. You know, um, but, and I've been watching a bunch of like slice of life stuff and some of it like was okay, but I watched this one called wonder egg priority, which is kind of half slice of life, half battle anime. Um, it's weird. Um, but I like it cause I like weird things. Um, so I watched wonder egg, uh, priority, but that kind of got me in the mood back for like, like battle anime shows. And uh, so I was kind of looking around and I started watching this show on Amazon Prime called Dororo. Um, it's D-R-R-O-R-O. And it, it, like, I can't even say it fast because it's- Hold on, I'm going to write that down. Dororo. Dororo. <laughs> um, but it's actually based on an old, uh, so the guy who did Astro Boy, the father, uh, I want to say Tezuka. Um, mm mm-hmm the father of manga and anime, right? Um, this was one of his old mangas and it's, it's sort, but it's a current, like they basically they're visiting that source material. They made it an anime about it and it's not bad. It's basically this, the, the basic premise is that this, uh, dude's father made a deal with a bunch of demons, um, that hmm. for, for power, he would give them anything they wanted and what they wanted was um, basically the skin, the limbs, and the eyes and the ears and the nose and the feeling of his firstborn son. So his child was being birthed when he went to this temple and made this deal. And so the baby lives and he sort of like, yeah, it's, it's got weird mysticism, nonsense stuff in it, but he's like, sort of like this, it's like blade of the immortal but he's got a bunch of prosthetics and every time he kills a demon that had like one of his pieces, he gets it back. So like at one point in time he kills a demon and like he grows his skin back at another point in time, he like kills a demon and he gets his hearing and you know, it's like, it's interesting. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's just kind of, it's actually kind of cool, a cool story. Like I, I, it's not, anything profound but i like it and it's not like yeah i don't know it's just kind of <clears throat> nice my yeah, instinct I- was to make fun of you for being a wee but nothing you described was weirder than the northman and i freaking love that movie so okay huh. interesting <laughs> interesting i was just gonna say i think i think uh, uh wonder egg priority was the was the band that the the lead singer of neutral milk hotel was in before he jumped ship <laughs> 
No, he named it after an anime. So yeah. something like that. Filthy weeb trash. Nutri Milk Hotel, man. Uh, that I haven't listened to that band in like a number of years. That's some elder emo crap there, bro. Um, yeah, I, I never liked it. I tried to like it, but it's not good. That's like, it's not and good. Josh swoops in to be just a little bit weirder than, than Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Nate's going off the deep end. I have to get farther. <laughs> it's like how let me let me think back to my emo band Rolodex in my brain. <laughs> Let's make it weird. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Wonder Egg priority, and I'm like, those are three words that they just jam together for no reason. Uh, I was like, what is this? What? Oh, dude, and if you watch it, it's it's like, what? Um, there's a story there, and it makes sense, but the whole time I'm going like, okay, <laughs> like you know, it's like yeah. with this weird look on my face, going like, oh, okay. Um, but you know, like I said, uh, I did mention earlier, uh, you know, I I beat. A couple pieces of the the Neo Two DLC and on GG they are listed separately, so that actually puts me at a negative three. And uh, you know, speaking of the backlog beatdown, GG is the official app of the backlog beatdown. Uh, basically, GG, if you don't already know what it is, is a letterboxed app uh, for your game collection. Uh, you can rate and review games. You can uh, follow your friends and see what they're playing, see what they want to play, look at their different collections you can create your own uh custom lists uh, and there's a couple different tiers like there's a free tier and then he has uh and i can't remember i want to say pro the the pro members or whatever get early access to some of the features he's he's constantly adding some stuff he just added a couple of new features recently um it's it's pretty cool uh we love charles we love the app and, and we really think that you know people ought to give it a go and uh speaking of included some assembly required. Some assembly required. Um, <laughs> but uh, for other things that we really love, or well, we like doing it, and we hope that if you're listening to this, you like it as well. But we do have a Patreon, right? And we just want you to think of this as as a tip jar. Like if, if you already rated the podcast, you've already reviewed it, you've already done the sharing and caring, you've told everybody to download it. Well, I don't know if I'd recommend that, but. If you've done all that stuff, right, and you really like what we're about and you want to go a little bit above and beyond, uh, we do have a Patreon again, you know, and it's, we don't, there's no tiers. It's just, you know, throw us a couple of bucks. You get early access, you get uncut access to these podcasts. Like right now we're recording video. Um, and so Patreon members get access to the video feed if they want. Um, and like I said, early and uncut access to every one of these episodes. They also have a little bit more access to Josh and I for the most part. Um, now, Paul and Dorian, you guys are both patrons. Um, and so you know about this, but like patrons can actually nominate games. Uh, so we mentioned Dragon Quest Eleven earlier. That was actually nominated by our patrons. And so at some point in time, like I will get around to it. It's a little bit of extra incentive. I'm, I've been meaning to do it for a while anyways. He's contractually obligated. I'm contractually. I, <laughs> I, I forced them to play Baldur's Gate, so you can make them play all sorts of weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, great. <laughs> but, you know, I just wanted to throw that out there. You know, like I said, if you guys like what we do and you want to throw us a couple of bucks or whatever, you know, there it's an option. So, um, and I am working on... I have some stickers for last year's backlog beatdown. I still need to mail out. I'm working on some swag for that patrons will get first crack at if they want it. Um, so, but you, you know, there's 
their stuff. Um, lastly, we are proud members of the Playwell Network. Uh, we, we actually have one of the other members uh, in here, or one of the other podcasters in here. Uh, Paul, Josh. the artist currently... Oh. That's, Paul, the Josh. artist currently known as the Techno <laughs> Funk Boy. Uh, a couple of your podcasts, well, one one's no longer sort of active, but you have a couple podcasts in the Playwell Network, and uh, of course, we're accompanied by none other than Wesley, the Henshin Dad himself, with the Henshin Dad podcast. Uh, but we we love what you guys do. Uh, we love what you guys in general, and you know so much that we decided to partner with you. With all that being said. Here's a word from one of you guys, probably Paul. Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No, I am your father. No, no, that's not true. That, that's impossible. This is such an incredible moment. A memory that will bring joy to the hearts of millions of people for generations. Wait, wait, what? The sort of thing they talk about on the Retro Station podcast. The stories, movies, music, moments that brought us together as a people. That we enjoyed with friends. (laughs) You laugh about this with your friends? My life has been a lie. Exactly. This is wonderful. You're crazy. No, everyone agrees. This is a truly classic moment. Wait, wait a minute. Did you kill mom then? I'd I'd rather not talk about that. Oh, I I bet they talk about that on the retro station, huh? What a classic moment that was when mom died. Actually, most people thought that was a bit of a letdown. They made memes making fun of it. They... They made memes of mom? The Retro Station Podcast. Celebrating all those things that made us nerds. And we're back. So tonight, main event, right boys? It's it's the book club episode. We're going to talk about Final Fantasy IX. Even though this is our most cursed episode, Final Fantasy IX might be the coolest game. Um, it's, it's awesome. I love it so much. But Even I'll- if Zidane does have a tail. It's still a good game. Zidane? Zidane. Yeah, so so to set some ground rules here, are we going to call him Zidane, 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 Zidane? Where do we land on that? I don't like any of that. What do you call him? Zidane. Is I don't care. That Candidus Titus. Okay, that's like it's true. <laughs> Candidus wrong. And Canon Canon for for, for uh, Chrono Jesus Trigger Lord. is Marl. And no. why would you name no. such a pretty girl Marl? Her it, name is Marley. Nadia. It's Nadia. She she made that up herself. Oh boy, this is terrible. Um, <laughs> wow, I, I already hate. All right, it. so Nate, Sweet. Nate, what do you call what do you call him? I call him Zidane. I just called him Zidane because that's okay. grammar. You know, the the A that you have, so a vowel, consonant, E, you always get the hard sound. That's how English works. And mm. like, if but those, what about the vowel consonant A that comes before that? <laughs> Zide, Zide. No, th- there's no rules about 
A being the hard consonant lock, like or hard vowel sound. Dude, stop it. You're insane. We'll, we'll just stick with Zidane. Zidane. Right. So Zidane. before we... We'll, we'll go with that. We'll just... Whatever. <laughs> I don't care what we call them. Just as long as like... <laughs> I just hate I'm it. I'm actually just trying to get on your nerves. I don't like that Canon is Zidane. I always in my head, I just called him Zidane. Well, so I, I did make the I long. I don't really care. <laughs> I hate everything. Stop it. Um, all right. So I'm going to just talk about just the facts here about this game for a minute. Like, I don't like I I'm so flustered right now. Um, so let's like, you know, just for sort of some brief reference here. I'm just I pulled up Wikipedia here. Uh, Final Fantasy nine is a 2000. It was. Uh, published in 2000. It's a role-playing video game developed and published by Square for the PlayStation video game console. Plot focuses on a war between nations in a medieval fantasy world called Gaia. Uh, we follow a thief named Zidane Tribal, or Zadon. That is so dumb. It makes me angry. Uh, who kidnaps Princess Garnet till Ex- Alexandros the 17th as part of a ploy by a neighboring nation of Limblum. You know what? We're getting into spoilery junk. We'll save that for later. <laughs> Um, okay, gotcha. Uh, as far, so, like I mentioned before, it was developed by Square Soft. This is before they became uh, merged with Square and or Enix and became Square Enix or Squeenix or whatever. You know, since we're just butchering pronunciations all willy nilly, um, <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> it's Enix, Enix. <laughs> Fuck noises. Um, when a vowel is the first letter. <laughs> I hate you. Um, publishers. All right. So in Japan and in Europe, Square actually published this. Uh, in North America, Square Electronic Arts, which I imagine was their North American arm, was responsible for publishing it. Uh, the PAL version, Sony Computer Entertainment. And then recently when it was re-sort uh, of released into the PC and modern console markets, uh, Square Enix, or Square Enix, um, you know, was responsible for that. Uh, this was directed by Hiroyuki Ito, um, produced by uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi and Shinji Hashimoto, uh, programmed, uh, whatever, programmer Hiroshi Kawai. Uh, and this is just the leads listed on here, Wikipedia here. Toshiyuki okay. Itahana. Uh, Music. As, uh, well, we're getting there. Uh, Yoshi okay. Takamanu was one of the artists credited with being one of the lead designs yeah. on this, uh, mm-hmm. as well as Hideo Minaba. Thankfully, no freaking Nomura. We'll get onto that later, though. <laughs> no uh, more. Uh, as the, no more the, of him. No more of him. Uh, <laughs> why? Why? I mean, I don't actually hate that one entirely, but still. Um, Gosh, it, the rest of us are thinking, it's like, oh, that was an obvious one. I could have had that one. <laughs> no more of Nomura. Uh, no more of Nomura. Uh, but again, and we mentioned him before as one of the directors or producers, but uh, the lead writer here was uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi, the Gooch himself. Uh, uh, that's a terrible nickname, but I like. Yeah, the, anyway. Look, that's canon. That's what he goes by. That's, Don't make fun of him. What he goes Don't make by. fun of him, man. It's a terrible, like. He's the father of Final Fantasy. Don't make fun of him. If you're going to give yourself a, a nickname, she can. Uh, <laughs> Josh, I will mute you. 
If if I could figure out how to mute you, I would. He's editing the episode. You can't I like hate it. I hate it. Uh, he's probably gonna like boost all these awful puns. Uh, so we talked about music. Uh, we mentioned music briefly before all this nonsense started up. Uh, but the the composer, uh, the chief composer here is Nobu Uematsu. Uh, Uematsu. Jeez, you got me so flustered. I can't even talk right. Um, this is available on a plethora of platforms. Uh, PlayStation, the original PlayStation. Uh, there's a version on iOS, Android, Microsoft Windows. Uh, PlayStation wow. 4, and Nintendo Switch, Xbox One. You can play it on your PlayStation Vita. And yeah, there's there's a pile of stuff that this is available on. Uh, like I said before, uh, just Vital Sets. It was officially released July 7th, 2000. Um, so... Mm-hmm. Why? 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 I don't. I hate it. Stop it. Um, I think he's I just see, yelling at the browser now. I don't. Yes, I am yelling at the browser. Um, I don't know. Everything's Gucci over here. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Josh, you're going to have a lot of editing ahead of you, buddy. Half of this episode is just going to be us cracking up. <laughs> This is not but, unlike this is not unlike the um, uh, my immortal conversation. Uh, oh my god! But that but that was stuck that was stuck in the bro hang. <laughs> but oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> no, but but uh, okay. Speaking of Sakaguchi, uh, one of the things that uh, I don't know if Wikipedia just doesn't have it, but my understanding is that this was kind of his final hurrah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The obvious joke is obvious. Final Fantasy. Um, but he he made this game as a celebration of the series to right. kind of gracefully bow out of his role of his his director. I believe is that was that right? Uh, is that what you said? No, producer, I have, screenwriter. I, I know he had a yeah. lot of of. Um, he's he's you know, one of the chief producer producers, and he. Okay. Uh, he uh, was the lead writer. Okay, there, there you go. Yeah, so he wrote it, but it was the, written as a celebration of the series up to that point, in a way that he could kind of hand it off to someone else, where he wasn't, you know, he whether I, I don't recall if he believed that he had done everything he could with the series or something like that. Um, or maybe he was just I know this you know, is kind of his tired because he went on right. to do like a bunch. He was part of Mistwalker, right? Or he is still part mm-hmm. of Mistwalker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, he went on to go do other things. Yeah. So, um, so hey, here's something interesting. Just some like little interesting bits. Uh, there is an animated series adaptation that was announced uh, by mm-hmm. Square Enix and or Square Enix and Cyber Group Studios last year. So there might be an oh, wow. animated that nice. could be kind of cool. Um, it could be, could be. Uh, <laughs> that's that's what I, I mean, say about all adaptations these days. Could, could be cool. Could be cool. <laughs> I mean, the Castlevania, like aside from like the oh, the unnecessary like sex and vi- like well violence is necessary because it's Castlevania, but like the weird like sex stuff in Castlevania animated series. Yeah. I didn't watch season three, but season one and two were spectacular. They were awesome. And so I, I'm just saying like, if it's sort of like, listen, there's precedent where this could be kind of cool. So we'll see. Yes. Um, and it's got a great story. Um, so just to, and, and, and I'm sort of dipping back in, in here, just uh, 
so game development actually, and again, just sort of like laying some historical context here, this was de- being developed in parallel with Final Fantasy VIII, all right? Um, mm. And then when it was basically released, at that point in time, Final Fantasy X had already been announced. And we'll, we'll get into mm. some of that Um tier two but uh it was supposed to be a bit of a retrospective for the series again that that sort of um and they say it departed from the future at six settings of final fantasy six final fantasy seven and final fantasy eight but i'm like dude like final fantasy six was at best like kind of like steampunky yeah it's it's steampunk it's it's not it's not futuristic it's sort of high fantasy meets the industrial revolution. So that's kind of a weird take. Um, but it's like, this is more of a high fantasy. And even here, final fantasy nine has a lot of steampunk, like the airships and everything else. Um, but it, you know, this is sort of a callback to the roots. So this can sort of be an interesting jumping off point to just sort of talk about some context stuff. But final fantasy nine was actually released to critical acclaim and was commercially successful, selling more than five and a half million copies on PlayStation by March 2016. And then it was re-released in 2010 as a PS1 classic on the PlayStation Store. Uh, that's the version that's compatible with PlayStation 3, PlayStation Portable, and Vita. But and then the recent uh, re-release of the the digital version with uh, some minor gameplay and graphical enhancements. So I did want to talk about like it talked about how it was critically acclaimed. But this is the highest on on Metacritic and Open Critic. This is the highest rated Final Fantasy game hmm. ever. Like it, like when you look at the scores, like this game scored above and beyond, like even the beloved Final Fantasy VII. Right, like this game scored better than all that, but actually is kind of ignored, um, mostly because of the placement. So it came right after Final, like it, it came out within like a year or two of Final Fantasy VIII. So there wasn't a ton of time to breathe there. It was sort of, again, it was sort of like going back to the roots of the series, but then Final Fantasy X had already been announced. And so it was sort of like lost. It got lost in the shuffle. And a lot of people have, have talked about this. I watched a couple of videos, read some articles about how like Final Fantasy IX was critically the best received Final Fantasy but because of sort of like the placement and because it was sort of a swan song on the original PlayStation, it just kind of got lost in the mix and it never gets kind of the attention or the love that, you know, some of the other ones like, you know, it got overshadowed by like final fantasy 10, which is an atrocity in, in my opinion. And, you know, and, and there's, and we'll talk about maybe some of the, the, the speculation because there was that that leak from Nvidia or whatever that so far a bunch of stuff has come out that's like the Chrono Cross remake or remaster was part of that but there was also a uh, a rumored Final Fantasy IX remake um, sort of in the works at some point in time and again I think it was Nvidia or it was like some PC developer or whatever there was a leak and a whole bunch of games were sort of like leaked that were speculated and then since then a lot of that stuff has been confirmed so again no confirmation on that but final fantasy 9 remake could be fairly imminent or at least an announcement um all that being said and 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 i'm low-key terrified about that announcement because i have (laughs) no faith in square enix um anymore 
So I think that leads us into an interesting sort of spot here where we can talk a little bit about our personal context and baggage. And I'm just going to like come out and say that this might be my favorite Final Fantasy. Like Final Fantasy VI edges out Final Fantasy IV, but especially on this last playthrough, I was like, no, I really kind of low-key, like not low-key, but I love this game. I like the implementation of the job system, the skills, how everything sort of like works. Like the the characters, I mean, Quina or whatever is weird or Kina or whatever is weird. But I mean, there's always like that one character in, in these games that's kind of just like, but why? Um, <laughs> but I just wanted to sort of like, like I said, this is one of my favorite Final Fantasies. I remember like this was the first Final <laughs> Fantasy that like I bought like day one. Like I had played four, I had played six. I had probably emulated a whole like one, two, three, and five. <laughs> you know, I had played seven screwed around with eight but like when nine came out i was like and i saw i was like yes they're going back to the swords and sorcery kind of stuff and i'm i am there for this and i remember playing it on playstation one and just yeah it was like and i've since bought this game pretty much every time it's available on something i buy mm -hmm. it um because uh, it's like it's like one of those things. Like if I throw enough money at this, maybe somebody at Square Enix will be like, "Hey, somebody buys this every time we put it out. Maybe we can do something cool with this." And and the most recent time I played it, I did play it on my PS5, but I played the the recent remaster kind of digital version with the quality of life stuff and the the graphical upgrades. Um, so. Why don't we sort of go around the table, Paul? Since you are, you know, the first screen I'm looking at, why don't you give me a little bit of like your context and baggage? <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to say the hoary head. Yeah, you uh, love the hoary head. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, by this time, like I, uh, when when this came out, I was just absolutely in love with Final Fantasy. I was collecting soundtracks. I had bought all mm. of them, and. Um, even though I still hadn't played two, four, two, three, or five, I had the soundtracks, you know, uh, and um, I uh, even got. I was showing them earlier up there. Is the uh, the action figures from Final Fantasy VIII? Um, even that's, that's I mean, that's some game. love for the series when you have the action figures from arguably one of the worst Final Fantasies. <laughs> yeah. That's that's yeah. love. That's love. Like that's yeah. like that's a dedicated fan right there, ladies and gentlemen. Right. And um, I I got like uh, I, I was showing showing y'all earlier too. You know, uh, I I really should wait till we record so that that people can see it. But uh, I had the triple triad actual physical cards, and a friend of mine and I played it played it while we were working at Barnes and Noble, and uh, we were not supposed to be doing that. <laughs> but no one ever caught us, and so uh, yeah, he would come back to the music section. He's like, let's play around. <laughs> nice. um, and so uh no i was absolutely in love with with everything final fantasy um and i did not know this game was coming out like uh everybody was focused on uh, like i don't know exactly when ps2 hit but it was coming up and um you know everybody was focused on that and it was so soon after eight that i was not expecting it i think tactics mm -hmm. had slipped in in there as well 
which is not one of the numbered system, but as far as like the non-numbered games, that's the big one. That you might know, be that, the best yeah. Final Fantasy yeah. game too. Yeah, right? no, no, no. Like that's uh, like there are four games on my A tier, and that's one of them. Um, and uh, I saw this game on just on the shelf, <clears throat> just picking through Best Buy, and I was like, it was like they there's another final fantasy out so quick. Okay. Well, I bought it immediately and, um, and I had the same reaction. So like when I was in high school in college, I suffered from depression very, very badly. And it, uh, it, it was debilitating. It was, it was really, really bad. And so playing through final fantasies seven and eight were probably not a good idea at the time. Mm. These games did not help me, <laughs> gotcha. but just the, uh, the breath of fresh air that nine had, it, it's, it was one of those things. It's like, I didn't know that I didn't know I missed this until I started playing it, you know? And even, it, even when it starts up and the, that, you know, that, that great opening tune just kicks in with these kind of old medieval instruments and Renaissance instruments. And it's so, it's like, everything is so bright and even though the even though the game the, the the actual story if you just lay it out is super depressing um <laughs> the just the way they present it it's um it's it's so joyful and uh uh it was it really did feel like i was coming home in the final fantasy series and so mm. um the only thing that kept it at the time from my a tier of final fantasy games was the uh i i am a notorious grinder and mm. when you have when you have a loading screen on battles that is as long as the original game mm. on this one is, it it just mm. it took forever to grind. Um, now just replaying it, I replayed it last year, <clears throat> and it was the 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 newer PC version. And then I downloaded the the McGurry mod on it, and it's gorgeous. And mm. they just took out the loading screen completely on the battles. And oh, nice. Uh, besides, I mean, besides having a fast forward option, which I really didn't use that much, but it just, just that one change really, really did elevate it in my mind to, to very, very possibly being the, the best final fantasy. Um, I would, I would definitely say as far as like story and character goes, there's like the SNES years of final fantasy had such wonderful characters, but these, these characters would fit right in with, with any of those games and, and give them a run for their money. Yeah, Quinn is weird. Amaranth yeah. is not is in the wrong game. I don't know why he's actually there, <laughs> but yeah, he is. He is funny though. Like, no, I like him. I like him. It's just a uh, it, it. He does. He has zero story arc, and no one cares. <laughs> and he's kind of great for that. <laughs> he, he has like two story arc, not exactly zero. <laughs> like he does change, but yeah, it's uh, it's yeah. almost on a dime. It, yeah, his story arc completes because exactly. friendship. Yes. But yes, but w- but when you have the arcs of of like yeah, I, even uh, Freya gets way too little screen time. But holy smokes, yeah. her story is so good, and Steiner's story is amazing, and Dagger's story is amazing, mm-hmm. and Ico's story is mm-hmm. amazing, and like all of those fit into a game is like, you normally don't get that many great story arcs. And even as and, bizarre as it is, Zidane's story is really yeah. great. Yes. So, yeah, it is. 
Yeah, they so. they do some stuff there that's that's really cool, and it does remind me of you know I'm I'm a six Final Fantasy six fanboy as well, yeah. um of of someone like you know the rogue character and that of Locke and how Locke's best. you know Love. he has like this heart of gold, but then you see why, and it's just like oh shoot. Whereas like for oh, yeah. the main character in nine. Zidane, Zidane, whatever, whatever you want to call him, Z, you know, um, where you see him, yeah, heart of gold, but then you see him get challenged and you see him fail for a little while. Yes. Wow. This just got real. Mm -hmm. Um, And and part of you is just like, like you want to slap him out of it. But when you realize like, oh no, like actually he's like, he hasn't been challenged this deeply before, you know, this, this is actually more of a human. Well, it's like, it's, it's like everything has been very easy for Zidane in a lot of ways. Like Mm -hmm. he just has sort of excelled. And then for the first, when he first comes across challenges and embraces failure, it's like, how, how does, like, how does he handle that? Like, and like the, the outworkings of his character there too. But Josh, I, I would yeah. be interested to hear like what was sort of like be like was this the first time you played this or you know how do you play this back in the PS1 era or cuz I know mm-hmm. that like your sort of your gaming history is sort of like a little bit of it's scattered it's a little pell-mell. Right. Yeah, no. So it uh I did play it on the original PlayStation. Um, the, yeah, I was not following like the latest, the greatest, the newest kind of thing. Um, but it was cheap when I was young, you know, back in high school and, and like, I knew I enjoyed the series, at least what I had played of it. And so when my brothers and I got uh, a PS one, you know, we went hunting for games and, and we picked up the final fantasy games on the PlayStation. And, um, I do remember really enjoying it when, when we played through it. Um, but I, I didn't remember, you know, this far removed, (laughs) you know, 15 years or whatever it's been, um, for me since I, since I originally played it. Cause I didn't play it, you know, on release date. It was Mm -hmm. like after the fact. Um, so going back, so I, I didn't remember much of it. I just remember liking it. You know, I remembered some of the characters and things like that. I could not tell you like what the plot was or anything like that, just cause it's been so long, but I did have fond memories of the game. So playing through it again, being older, um, I, I think there was a lot more, uh, there's a lot more to appreciate that I didn't necessarily appreciate that I wasn't, yeah, as seasoned of a gamer. Um, so there's a lot more to kind of mine, to, to dig yeah. into, I think, in this game. I think you you can see some of the the decisions that they made. It, that really that I really enjoy as a fan of more of the the older style Final Fantasies and things like that. So um, yeah, I think there's there's a lot to talk about. I did really enjoy. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would because part of it's just like okay, I hadn't played too much at that point. You know, I still had my some of my favorite games. Now are some of my favorite games from back then. Um, so I wasn't completely you know without taste, but you know I. I don't know. I I didn't know how it would hold up uh, because I hadn't remembered very much of it. Um, but I think it's better than when I played it the first time through. So it's kind of my two cents. Yeah, Dorian, how about you? What's what's sort of like coming into this? What was your experience prior to this? Had you ever played the game before, or was this sort of your first go round, or what? 
This actually was my first go around. Um, I grew up a mostly Nintendo kid, so I didn't actually have a PlayStation back back in the day. Um, a couple of my friends did, but and you know, Final Fantasy VII was like mm-hmm. the big one, even though I didn't really play it at the time. Um, like my entire history on RPGs is a little, I guess, limited, if you will. Um, I didn't even get into RPGs until Super Mario RPG. That was like my first that's not, foray that's into not a bad, That's a like, good one. Wow. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I, I was going to say, same here. I remember <laughs> renting that game for a weekend and being like, wait, why is Mario punching? Like, what? why are you taking turns? Hitting? Mm. Like, I did not understand, even though it's in the title, I did not understand what an RPG was. So that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I mean, it, it, it was it was like, wow, like. I didn't know games could tell stories like this, even though it had been done before mm-hmm. to, you know, for like the earlier final fantasies and things. And, uh, I got into Chrono Trigger a little later mm. too, but, um, anyway, so I was an, an Nintendo kid growing up and then, um, uh, you know, like I wasn't really into the final fantasies and everything, uh, by and large, I knew of them, but, uh, I wasn't really into them, but yeah, um, I, I picked this one up. Um, you know, just over the years, I have played a handful of RPGs. Um, and then, you know, I kept hearing good things about this one, you know, doing a little research and, uh, you know, figuring like, okay, you know, let me pick this one up. I just got done with Dragon Quest Eleven. I'll keep yeah. bringing that back up because, like I said, it doesn't doesn't leave me alone. It's like seared into my brain. Um, and, uh, yeah, this one, uh, you, you know, I tried to put myself back in that era, the PS1 era, because, you know, sometimes you pick up an old game and it's like, oh, this is ugly. I don't want to play this. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I, I tried to put myself back in that era and I, I downloaded it onto the, uh, you know, from the PlayStation store. So I played it on both PS4 and PS5, you know, going back and forth. But, okay. uh, yeah, it's it's has some archaic elements. Mm-hmm. But uh, the some of the quality of life things help that along with the speed boost and the. Uh, yes. I try not to use the nine 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 mode all the time. <laughs> uh, I did use. I'm not gonna lie. I did use trance quite a bit, um, but just so you know, I wasn't taking forever to get through the game. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll you know I just played it normal, but I'm just like. I don't got time for this. Well, the, uh, and I think that's an interesting know. sort of like, because honestly, I think one of the most dated parts was sort of like, there are some very unbalanced fights. And so mm-hmm. I think honestly, like the, the, the 9,999 damage sort of bump or even sort of like the permanent <clears throat> trance kind of like those help even out some of that, like the weird, like, because it's like, I, there were a few boss fights where it's like, for the most part, part, I was playing the game and I was like, oh, like, hey, this is like, this feels pretty good. The feels pretty progress. The, the progression feels good. Like I'm sort of like, and then it's like you get to a boss fight and it's like, oh, crap. Like, yeah, this is like really dated play in the sense that like, yeah, yeah 20 years ago, I was like, Nate of 20 years ago would have eaten that up. You know, he would have been all yes. about it. He probably, yep. I, I probably was all about it because it's like, oh, I'm just going to go grind, you, you know, for, mm-hmm. for levels for, for hours and literally hours, especially with that load screen. But yes, yes. And, and, and like Paul said, that load screen, even on, even when you speed the game up, mm-hmm. 
you still have the transition screen, then you have the panning camera, then the battle starts, then the active time battle. And then if you have trance on, it goes through a shot of each character Mm. transiting up and then the battle and you just keep tapping X or something and then let the battle play out. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I can only imagine how that was on the original hardware. Just a new people. But maybe, yeah. maybe back then it wouldn't have, maybe no, back it then was. it wasn't yeah. that big of a no, deal. It was, it was terrible maybe? back then, but it's like okay, we tolerated okay. it because it's almost like, well, I guess. <laughs> like if I have in, to. Uh, and yeah. I think this series in particular, and, and not to say that there are other RPGs that weren't slow, like um, what Legend of Dragoon, I remember being really slow, but th- that was also early PlayStation. There's something about this series in particular, though, that up to that point, and I, I got to say, it's continued, but they want to be, it wants to be like the pinnacle of not even just graphical fidelity, but like presentation is huge like they want to present something that will like blow your mind like this has never been done in video games before just the way that this game is presented and so like like with previous entries i think of like eight had like these insanely long uh summons summons yeah do that you that were unskippable and Mm -hmm. just annoy it's it's like do i want to use this really strong you know, oh do you remember you remember first time you use it it's really yeah. cool it's yes. that when you start when it becomes like a common thing if you when it's the, after the time, third time you're like right I'm done like yeah. well that and that's why like i i, I assume that's why because seven was horrible and eight was starting to get worse on that but that's why mm-hmm. in eight you could add the boost thing where you're like looking in the corner and pressing x to boost its power Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, it gave and then, something to and, do. <laughs> right? Yeah, it just gave. It's like, look, you're going to be sitting here a very long time. You can either go make a sandwich <laughs> or you can press X a lot. You, which what? What do you want to do, buddy? You know, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, yeah no, that was like it was awful, <laughs> and it was awful at the time. Like, mm. um, like the last, uh, the the last fights in, um, in Final Fantasy VII were terrible. Because of the stupid that was that was the one with the Knights of the Round, right? Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, it was awful. It was awful at the time, and it's like that's that's the moment you don't want the the action to slip into just cutscene. You know, that's the time you yeah. want it to be intense. And um, I, I do not, I don't understand why Square kept doing that, and it drove mm-hmm. me, it drove me crazy at the time. It's worse now, but um, but yeah, they were totally into that. Um, yeah. Uh, it, 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 to me, it's interesting too, it, because as a PlayStation One game, I think this is probably the most beautiful PlayStation One yes. game I've played. At least three D PlayStation One game. There's some great two D games on PlayStation, um, but it is hampered by the original PlayStation. You, it kind of the, the where my brain goes is like, what if they had you know held off and brought this to PlayStation 2 but then you start to to go down that rabbit hole and that's kind of what happened with Final Fantasy 15 13 that whole thing of just like being in kind of a development hell and and moving to different platforms where uh, you know you talked about it Nate how this game 
kind of got looked over because PlayStation or excuse me, um, Final Fantasy X had already been announced, and that was the big PS2 one. So that one was more of a spectacle, you know, on the new system. Well, and and to be oh. fair, Final Fantasy X was the first fully voiced Final Fantasy. Right. There was like these mm-hmm. at that point in time. The, the you know, and it, it's those cutscenes are still like graphically. It was very impressive. I mean, right. Like, right. I think, like, you know, since we're sort of talking about it a little bit, just the, the visual presentation, right? Like, Final Fantasy VII, as much as people love that, is the ugliest, stinking game. Like, I hate yeah, it. It's horrible. I, I hate the inconsistency in the sort of, like, <laughs> it's like you have chunky, like, knockoff Lego version of all the sprites. Then you have, like, well, in combat, it's like there's these sort of half-decent-looking, like, sort of 3D-ish models. And then there's, like, cutscenes where it's, like, it's, like, in between. And it's, like, they don't, like, and then there's the FMV scenes. And I'm just, like, and I hate it because there's no design consistency. Eight, there's design consistency. It's just at times that it doesn't hold up. And then... Nine, though, is really, it's like, okay, we have these 3D sprites. These look good. We can sort of, there's a consistent sort of stylistic choice. And even though, like, there's a vast improvement in the cutscenes, it's not jarring to the point where it, like, completely breaks. Like, and that's, like, like I said, it's like, this is one of the best looking PlayStation 1 games. Yeah. And at the time, yeah. like the 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 static backgrounds, all of that stuff, like the hand painted background, mm-hmm. or you know the, yeah, like that. Graphically, this thing was a powerhouse in its day. It's like holy crap! Like look at this world that they're building, you know. Mm-hmm. But and and and, I, and and one thing I would wonder about, like holding it over to PlayStation Two, is that when when you're on the tail end of a of a generation cycle, you know you've learned what the PlayStation can do. Right. Like, could they have translated this mm-hmm. into, into PlayStation two? Cause look, I adore final fantasy 10. I think it's great, but it has much less plot, you know, um, much, much few, far fewer places to visit, um, far mm-hmm. fewer things going on than, than this game. And, uh, that kind of, seeing that arc when, when we finally got to final fantasy nine and just seeing the cutscene pick up from the gameplay scene mm-hmm. instead of cutting away was mind blowing at the time. Now, granted, yeah. like, look, I was alive. Then I was in college during all of these games and final fantasy seven was mind blowing at the time, but this one actually holds up. <laughs> yeah. This one doesn't look like a pile of trash now. Right. Um, <laughs> I like yeah. yeah. I will Final never pass up an I, opportunity I was, to, to just smear Final Fantasy Seven. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, as as far as as far as remasters go, I do like the fact that in Final Fantasy, you can or Final Fantasy Seven specifically, you can just click in the sticks to activate all of the enhancements whereas in final fantasy mm. 9 you actually oh. have to pause the game then hit you know whatever you want to activate then unpause mm-hmm. minor annoyance but you know um i i had uh i have final fantasy 7 uh, remastered on switch haven't finished it but uh that's one thing i noticed 
because I'm, I'm trying to play Final Fantasy IX, and I'm like, how yeah. do you activate the uh, the speed up feature? But and here's here's why that's annoying. Not only because of the extra steps, but the first time I played it, I uh, I had the speed function on, and what I didn't realize mm-hmm. is that it carries oh, over into the really? cutscenes. Okay. And if you already have it wow. activated, you yeah you can't pause the cutscene to undo it. And then so like at the beginning of the game, uh, during the first cutscene, uh, where uh, where now, Garnett is uh, escaping the, the castle, scenes. you're talking about. I had to right. Yeah, FMV. No, FMV. Okay. FMV. No, you're, yeah, FMV you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, they, I remember. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I I had to I had to restart reset the game so I didn't miss it because I'm like whoa whoa what happened you know and I'm glad so. you restarted the game because that mm-hmm. cutscene is really good it's so much fun that yeah. whole that whole yeah, first is. sequence is. is just bonkers and it's amazing 